Welcome back to the All Figured Out podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Barr. This is week two of our three-part workshop series that is getting ready for you to set and crush some really big goals for this final quarter, these last three months of the year. If you haven't listened to part one yet, I highly recommend you switch over to that now. It was last week's episode. And for the rest of you go-getters, keep listening because today's a fun one. It is time to craft your goals. Just a reminder, you're going to hear me use phrases like over the next 12 months, but know that you can just use whatever time frame you like. So for the purpose of this, my idea is that you'll be using the next three months, the final quarter of this year in place of whenever I say 12 months. Before we jump in, be sure to head to the show notes and download my completely free eight-page action planning workbook, which is going to help you keep track of your thoughts over the next couple of weeks. So it's a great place if you're just listening to this without a pen and paper and you're just doing some of these exercises in your head, it's a really great place to just come back and jot down some of your thoughts when the mood strikes. It also comes with printable weekly and monthly calendar planner pages, which are very pretty and they're very easy to use to keep yourself and your family in check. And it's just a really overall handy workbook to have anytime you're in a period of wanting to set and crush goals, you can come back to this planner. So go download that right now or when you're not driving and get ready to use it again and again. Hope you enjoy session two of this three-part workshop series. Enjoy. You're listening to the All Figured Out Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Barr. As a career coach for parents, a mom, an entrepreneur, and someone who spent 10 plus years in the corporate world, I still don't have it all figured out. And maybe you don't either. In this podcast, I'll share tools and strategies that I use with my clients. And in the many areas where I don't have things figured out, I'll be bringing you some amazing guest experts to help us fill in the gaps. So tune in each week as we explore how to make career and life decisions that truly work for you, your family, and your big goals. Let's make moves. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Career and Life Planning Workshop for Parents. I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Thank you for taking the time for yourself to join today and to do this work. In this series, just a quick overview of the three session workshop series, I'm going to be helping you find more clarity, more calm, and specifically for you parents out there, more controlled chaos for this next year ahead. Today, we're going to be talking about goals. And we're January 20th. I feel like a lot of people are January 19th today, uh, 2023, in case you're watching this in the future. And I think that we're probably at a phase of January where people are starting to kind of slow down on the whole goals train. Like people come hot out of the gate, January 1, super motivated to create goals. And so I actually intentionally kind of had a slower burn to this workshop series where we can really just sink into the new year, come back after the holiday season and really start to reflect on the year past, which is what we did last week. We talked about all about intentions And we talked about setting bold intentions and creating values, aligned intentions. And it was a lot of fun. So you can watch that replay. And then today, what we're going to be doing is talking about goals and committing to needle moving goals for big personal and professional growth. And when I say needle moving, it's kind of a buzzword, but what I really want to articulate there is just the fact that this, these aren't just goals that you're just going to check off. And it's like, great. That was just another thing on a really big thing to do on the to-do list. You know, a a non-needle moving goal 
maybe this is a needle moving goal for you, but you know, it could be an example of like getting your baby album together or something like that. That's you're not it's super like for me personally, I'm not super excited to put the album together. It's something that I'm really excited to have, but it's not going to move the needle in multiple areas of my life. It's not really connected to the intentions that I have set to this year. I would say that's more of just a to-do list item. And we've all got that list and it's probably quite long for most of you. So today we're going to really be talking about like committing to the three needle moving goals that are going to help you move forward and achieve any sort of growth that you want in your life, both on the professional and the personal side. All of them could be personal, all of them could be professional, or they could be intertwined. That choice is yours. So I'm really excited to get into this today. And uh, here's just a quick recap of where we're going. So again, we've got 30 minutes. It's going to fly by. I talk quite fast, so I will try to uh, I'll try to keep the pace a little slower so I'm not overwhelming you on this this Thursday or whenever you're listening to this. So at first, what we'll be doing is just doing a really quick recap. I'm just going to talk quickly about what we talked about last week, which was all about intentions and doing a reflection. We're then going to take those intentions and put them to work. And we're going to really talk about what are your true desires around the intentions that you've set for this year ahead. So taking those intentions and saying, okay, what's in this? Like, you know, I've got the vibe of the year that I want to create. I have my word of the year, whatever it is. So what? And then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes, the reason why you're here, which is crafting your goals. And this is a really simple process. So stick with me to this point. It's going to be really easy. And I'm going to give you some time in this workshop today to really reflect on maybe the goals that you've already set or coming up with goals if you haven't done that. I'm raising my hand. I said on my Instagram stories yesterday, I haven't done this work yet. So I'm going to turn off my video at this point when we're going to craft our goals. And I'm going to sit and do this work with you because it's really important but it's just one of those things you have to set time aside for. So I knew this workshop was coming, so I'm going to do it along with you. And finally, we're just going to talk about some um, commitments, next steps, what are you going to do with this and that sort of thing. Okay, a quick recap. So last week, what we talked about, I won't belabor this too much, but we did a really nice reflection exercise where I actually had you do an exercise where you just reflected on a few things from this past year. We talked about really honoring the past and taking what you need from the past and leaving what you don't need, like what's not serving you, leave it in the past, take the lessons, take the learnings, take the magic of the year that's just passed and bring that into the future. So kind of like an information gathering session. So again, you can go back and listen to that or watch that. Then we also talked about intentions and that was the crux of the meeting last week, of the session last week. We talked all about your vibe of the year. So what is it that you intend to create in your life, whether it's the personal side, the professional side? I talked to just a little bit about, you know, it could be a word. It could be three words. It could just be this feeling like really hard to put into words, but you just know what the intentions are for the year ahead that you really want to commit to. We talked a little bit of how it can support goal setting, but we're going to go even further into that today. So this will be a really nice build on each session. So last week intentions, we're going to take those intentions, turn them into goals. And then next week, when you join me, we're going to talk about action plans. So taking those goals and turning them into an action plan. So why do we set goals? You're all intelligent people who are listening to this or watching this. I know that I know that you know goals are important, but sometimes we just need some a little bit of science here, or we just need a little bit of validation and reminder as to why setting goals is so important. So there was actually a study that was done. Uh, I found this article on Psychology Today that I really enjoyed. It was actually talking about um, goal setting for children and actually helping kids to set goals, and how that can really help to 
you know, promote their creative side, promote autonomy and things like that. But there was applications to adults, of course. And there was a, a study done in 2015 by psychologist Gail Matthews. And it showed that people who wrote their goals down were 33% more successful in achieving them than those who just formulated the goals in their head. Now, I think that we can talk about goal setting and its importance, and we all know it's really important, but I thought what was really interesting about this particular study was the really focus point here on the fact that people who wrote their goals down, not just had goals, but actually wrote them down, were more likely to achieve them than those who maybe had really formed goals but kept them in their head. So just something to consider of, you know, maybe where you want to put your goals at the end of this. Um, do you want to write them down on paper? Do you want to put them on your computer, write them in a journal, whatever it is, but writing them down, super, super important. Now, I also want to say plugging for next week, I have some really interesting stats that will be coming up next week around the people who actually turn those goals and put them into an action plan. And spoiler alert, the number goes up to over 90% when you actually take really structured formed goals and you turn them into an action plan and you actually have steps as to how you're going to achieve those goals the likelihood of achieving them completely skyrockets. So really exciting stuff. So join me again next week and we'll be getting into that. But that's why we're focusing on doing goals today. Now, I also want to say why set goals? Well, first of all, as a parent, I just want to call out, we need to set goals that are not as transactional and not as focused on our kids or our partner. Um, sometimes we have these really transactional goals that are really, really very minute and they're, they're all around kind of the current phase that your child is at to do with, you know, sleeping, these really important things that can really weigh on us. But we tend to kind of have these goals that end up, they're playing small, if you will, and they're really day to day. And when you look back at the end of the year, how often are you looking at the goals that you had around sleep training or potty training or whatever it was? And those ones can feel really important, but again, those were to-do list items. Those were things that just have to happen. That's part of life, but they weren't really aiding in your professional or your personal growth. And so sometimes we can wrap the year up and do a reflection and look back and say, oh man, what did I even do or create? And what did I do and create for myself? And so I want to put that intention out there for you is just really thinking about not putting your kids or your, your family or your partner aside, but really kind of embracing them in this and saying, okay, what could be some goals that I could create that have the best bang for their buck? So what are some goals that um, can really support me in my professional and my personal growth, really support it then in turn my family? Like some of them might have nothing to do with your family, but really in your heart of hearts, you know that by supporting yourself, you're supporting your family. We know that. And so just kind of keep that in mind as we're going through this. I also want to say that the act of goal setting itself, not even the, the forming of the words or the wordsmithing of what the goal is, but the act of going through the process of coming up with those goals is probably the most important part. Because what it's doing and what we're going to do today is really think about the intentions that you have that you've set out for the year and really bring them back close to your heart and say, okay, why is this so, why is this intention so important to me? And from that place, we create our goals so that we're really, really excited to achieve them. I don't know if any of you have ever worked in a corporate setting or a workplace where you're just, you're kind of in this, this zone where you're getting goals thrown at you and you just have no emotional connection to those goals. It can feel so much harder to actually go and achieve those goals because there's no personal commitment to them. And so 
kind of coming back to this point of like clarifying why the goal is really important to you. When we're going through this work, I really want you to think about not the shoulds or not the goals that you think you should have, but the ones that really, really tap back into your true desire. And again, we'll talk about that as well. And the second piece here is when we tie our goals to our intentions, the goals become invaluable. So it's kind of harping on the last point that I just made, but I want these goals for you to be, they don't have to be these multi-million dollar goals, for instance, like it doesn't have to be a goal that you want to make $2 million or whatever, but that the goal itself, kind of like that old MasterCard commercial is, you know, priceless. It's invaluable to you. And then finally, why set goals? Well, it turns your true your true desires and intentions into a reality. It actually brings it from this place of like being in the ether, being in our head, being in our meditation like we did last week and bringing it back down to earth and saying, okay, but what does this look like like today, in my day-to-day, in this week, in this month, this quarter, and this year? And then that's when we actually apply the action plan, which we'll work on next week, to really bring it down and break it down into solid steps. So that's the why behind what we're doing. So I want you to think back on what your intentions were that you created last week. What are some intentions that you are really feeling in your heart of hearts as I'm talking about intentions and about the vibe you want to create for this year ahead? What were some of those intentions that you came up with? And just think about those and kind of bring them to the forefront of your mind right now. If you haven't watched that recording, it's available for you to watch. I also did a podcast episode on the intentions portion of this. So I actually did a seven minute guided meditation. So it was a little bit longer than the meditation we did last week. So I highly recommend going back and listening to that on my podcast. And you can kind of start to really create what those intentions are for the year. Okay. So you've brought those intentions back. They're kind of in the front of your mind. You can feel them in your soul. And now what I want to ask you is what would it mean if you could fully embody those intentions this year? So think of that word, words, plural, phrase, whatever it is that you've created. And what would it truly mean to you if you could embody those intentions, if you could bring those intentions to life? So I'll give you an example here. So my word for the last couple of years has always included the word ease in it. And ease, not from the sense of being easy or taking the shortcut or anything like that, but ease in the sense of how can I do more by doing less? Because I often kind of grip, and I know this about myself and doing a lot of inner work. And so for 2022, what that meant for me when I was doing my reflection was it meant that I wanted to really embody the intention of ease as I went back to my corporate job after maternity leave. I really felt like I wanted to just give it one more shot and just to see what it would be like to be a mom and be working in the corporate world. And so I'd made that transition and I did everything possible to create ease. So I set really some really specific goals around how I would do that. And my action plan included things like really honing our family calendar and really making sure that that return to work included, you know, meal prepping and just creating as much ease in all areas of our life as possible. What that did for me is it actually put me in a position where I did feel at ease and I was able to make a decision down the road a few months later that though I feel ease and though it was a hard transition to go back to work, it actually helped me to make the decision to leave my corporate job and do this work full-time, to be a coach full-time. And so I wasn't coming from a place of everything felt chaotic. 
Um, I wasn't living out any sort of intentions. Like I had my intention and I was really holding it close. And from that place, I was still able to make a really solid decision. And so as I think about this next year, ease is actually another word that I have as an intention for myself and ease looks a little bit different. So I do feel so much ease right now because that's, uh, that was part of the decision-making criteria to work for myself and on my own, which I'm having so much fun with. And now as I take that word ease, it's going to actually transform and it's going to transform into bringing a new human into the world, having two kids instead of just one. And come April, I want to embody the feeling of ease. And so the goals that I will want to be creating from this place, which we'll again, get into is going to be really in alignment with how can I create ease for my future self? So um, this could be uh, when you're talking about like what it would mean for you to fully, fully embody these intentions. It could be currently and changing a certain situation that you're in and what would that really, really look like and what would that mean for you? Or it could be kind of like me in this next phase of my life where it could be a future state. So what do you want to protect for the future? Now, with every light, we do have to honor and recognize the shadow. So I want you to just take a really quick moment and just think about what's currently or has the potential for getting in the way of these intentions. The biggest thing with goals and goal setting and experiences like this is that we don't often, we we get really excited by the goals. We get really excited by our intentions and our future. If you're forward thinking, this could be you and you're like, yes, I'm ready. I'm going to leave this workshop and I'm going to go and do it. And yes, you are going to go and do it. However, if we don't step back and just look at anything that might potentially get in the way or is currently getting in the way, then we might hit those roadblocks again, feel stuck, kind of fall off the bandwagon, and then it, it just doesn't feel good. So it's really important to just stop here for a second. Think of those intentions that you brought back forward from the session we did previously. And what what might be getting in the way of you fully living out that intention? What's the reason why you created that intention? There might be a reason. There might be something that has felt a little bit sticky and that's why you're creating this intention. And so what is it that's contributing to those blocks or that stickiness? What's getting in the way or what do you anticipate could potentially get in the way? And how can we create our goals from that place? So taking into consideration the goals that we have or the intentions that we have, what might be getting in the way, let's create our goals from there. So here we go. So that is a little bit of the why. That's how we're going to be taking our intentions and moving them forward into goals. And so this is where we're going. So we're going to create three big goals today. I'm going to give you time to do it. And so the analogy that I love analogies, just love analogies. My husband calls me the chief analogy officer, but if I were to give an analogy here, it would be that you're without a map. And what this is doing is it's giving you a map and you're given some pins and you're going to be putting in three pins anywhere in the world that you want. And those are going to be the goals. You're like, I want to make it there. Then next week, what we're going to be doing is you're actually going to be giving yourself the turn by turn directions. Maybe I'm aging myself, but I have a feeling a lot of you would remember MapQuest or Google Maps even. But MapQuest, we used to have to go on there. You would look for turn-by-turn directions and you'd actually print out the three pages of MapQuest. And those would be your turn-by-turn directions to get to wherever you want to go. That's what we're going to be creating next week. So this week, what we're doing is we're giving you the map or you're giving yourself the map and I'm giving you three pins and you get to place those three pins anywhere you want, anywhere in the world. 
So this exercise, because you've done all this great work up front, is not going to be hard. So I want you to think about those intentions. My goal for you to be to create three goals. You can do less. You can do more. But just caution that the more goals you create, the harder they are to remember. And uh, so just be really, really strategic when you're coming up with the number of goals that you have. So this is a little map. Um, next week, I'm actually going to be giving you a worksheet that consolidates everything we've done in the workshop series, including this section. So this is a little bit of snippet from the action plan and what the whole thing, the whole page is going to look like. And so first and foremost, I want you to just create one goal. And then you're going to write out what is the intention that this goal supports. So always coming back to what that intention is or intentions, plural. So if it attaches to all three of your intentions, wow, like that's a chef's kiss goal. And then I want you to put in what is the, the date of completion that would be really, really supportive to you, your family and the achievement of this goal. So don't put an arbitrary, like if there's no, you know, date in mind right now, um, we can leave this for the action planning session. So you're going to do all three goals. I'm going to give you six minutes, about two minutes per goal. And it's not to say that you have to be able to create three big goals for your year in six minutes, but sometimes the act of starting can be the hardest part. So I hope that you're able to get even just the, the wheels turning and maybe some semblance of a few goals written down that you can further refine and fine tune before we meet next week, or you can even just do it next week. Okay. So you've got the goals. Now, what I want you to do is over the next week, really live with them and really let them sink in and make those tweaks. And it could just be a couple word tweaks. It could be making them even more refined. So we didn't get into making them smart goals. I think a lot of you know what that means. So making them really specific, really measurable as much as possible, making them attainable, making them, what is the R now? I'm forgetting. Realistic is the word and time bound um, pregnancy brain. So, uh, those are some things to consider when you're making your goals. So not having goals that are too lofty. That's kind of where the intentions come in. The loftiness comes from that vibe, that feeling. And then what we want to do with our goals is really refine them to get them to a point where they feel really meaningful and they're as specific as possible, as measurable as possible. But sometimes that's just not the case, especially when we're thinking of, you know, life and work goals, uh, and that sort of thing. So I hope you enjoyed that exercise. And again, where we're going next week, have a nice little animation here is the action plan. So we're going to be putting together the turn by turn directions for the next 12 months. And what you'll be doing is you'll be walking away with the semblance of a plan that you want to attack over the next 12 months and the first three steps. So the first step for each of those goals that you've just created or that you will continue to create. And those first three steps that you can be attacking so that you can gain some momentum and really, really live out your intentions, achieve these big goals and take really, really big action. Thank you so, so much for joining. If you want to reach out, I would love to chat with you. You can find me at andreabar.com. Pretty easy. My Instagram is at andreabarcoaching where I like to share resources and just life as a working entrepreneurial mom find me on Instagram and let's chat. I'd love to hear how the workshop went for you today, the big goals that you're setting out to create. And I'd love to be an accountability partner for you. So thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. You can access all resources mentioned in this episode via my website, andreabar.com slash podcast. And let's chat on Instagram. I'm at andreabarcoaching and I reply to every DM I get. 
If you loved this episode, don't forget to quickly hit that button on your podcast app to give me a five-star rating and drop in a review. It would truly mean the world. And if you're like me and love to share things that you love, send this episode to a friend who you think would appreciate this topic. Thanks again for listening and I'll chat with you next week.